Hello, travelers! Welcome on Take Your Ticket Podcast. On the show today, you will hear the story about one of my trips with maybe anecdotes, fun stories, and tips if one day you want to discover this place by yourself. So remember to take your ticket and let the adventure begin. Today, I'm going to do... Um, little Q&A. I found some question about traveling and I thought it would be nice for you to know me a little bit better with those questions. So let's begin. First, first question is, are you good at reading maps? If you get lost, do you usually try to find out where you are by yourself or do you ask for help? Um. Uh, that's a good question. I'm good at reading maps. Um, I don't know wh how and why, but I am. <laughs> um, and if uh, if you get lost, do you usually try to? Uh, I huh with new technologies and GPS on the phones, etc. It's simple to find your your way or or something like that but um a few years uh, ago when we i mean my mom my dad my sister and i uh opened a map in the middle of the of the street um someone could come and say do you want any do you want something can i help you or uh something like this and you will find your way super easily. Is it frequently claimed that men and women have different strategies associated with map reading and asking the way? What do you think? What I think is true. Uh, it's not the question, but anyway. Um, yeah, because my mom is better at reading a map, but my dad is better at driving, so... They do a good duo. For me, hmm, I I don't know. Um, I'm good at both. So, what are the advantages and disadvantages of traveling alone or in a group? I've never traveled um alone, so I don't know. But I know that some people told me that um. There are a, a lot of good advantages of traveling alone because you can do whatever you want at whatever time you want. And if you want to wake up at 9 a.m., you can wake up at 9 a.m. Or if you want to wake up at 5, you can wake up at 5 too. But in groups, it's like family. Um, it's difficult to let everyone do what they want to do. So if one wants to wake up at nine and one to at five, it's complicated. You need to say, okay, what we do tomorrow, what do you want to do, blah, blah, blah. And if someone wants to wake up at five and it's uh, the thing that they want to do for the ages, you can be nice and say, okay, okay, we'll do that for you. And the next day it will be the other person or something like that. So there are advantages and disadvantages, but if you are with a good group, it can be great too. Do you like to go to places where there are a lot of other person or do you more or 
to more sorry isolated places and why oh um i'm more of a city person my parents are more a mountain persons but i think uh i mean i love big cities los angeles las vegas big cities <laughs> um but sometimes nature is beautiful too i mean it's totally opposite things for me you can't choose so with a lot of people it means maybe both cities and nature but if the place is beautiful i mean even if there are millions of people every year but some isolated places are beautiful too sometimes they are really pretty and nobody knows this place so sometimes it's really nice do you think all public transport should be free what would the advantages and disadvantages be huh. um i think they should but the thing is um the cities if the cities offer free uh public transportation it's complicated because when you pay a ticket one or two dollars or i don't know um some of the money goes to the city and the city now with this money can uh grow or build things that could be great for the city too so i don't know um i don't care even if i don't know only if you do a a bus um road trip it could be it's expensive but yeah have you ever had an accident while while traveling what happened um the one i really remember is it's not a big accident but it's a little car accident uh we went to a ski station and um while going going there uh, a truck come very close to our car so my dad um turned the wheel to the right and we went into a gap and uh it was scary to be honest i was like 10 11 and i thought <laughs> we were going to die and everything but um, um yeah it really this accident shocked me a lot if you compare the train the bus the airport airport systems in your country which is the cheapest which is the most efficient which is the safest in terms of accidents oh god hmm. i live in france so we have all of the the transport um the cheapest one will be the bus but bus is can be if you take a buses um the road trip uh, could be very very long um from south to north of france you can in bus you can take maybe nine to ten hours so yeah it's a lot um and what's the most efficient Hmm. The train will be in second place because it's more expensive than a bus, 
but less inspect uh, expensive than air airplanes. But I think it's in in the middle, uh, because the road trip is shorter, um, even if the planes are more short than than trains. But yeah, and which is the safest in terms of accidents? <sighs> I'd say. I th planes will be the safest. There are few train accidents um, in France and buses a, a lot more than trains accidents. So yeah, I think uh, planes will be uh, the safest. What method of transport do you use the most often? Um, to go to the USA or Canada or thing, those country um i'll take the the plane of course they're not going to take the boat because it will be a two two months road no no thanks <laughs> um but yeah i think i'll i take more planes than trains if you're traveling through a country what is the best way to see the countryside by car <laughs> Um, road trip um, are the best to see uh, things that are not uh, known or well known um, you can drove hours or I don't know to see some things that nobody knows and sometimes it's good things as I said before what unusual method of transport would you like to try out hmm unusual maybe maybe bike oh my god imagine <laughs> bike will take days and months and weeks and god <laughs> if you were traveling around the world which three destinations would be must sees any reason why i think the first one would be new york city i love this city a lot i went for time there I will do a podcast an episode of New York City uh, soon um, but yeah I love New York City and three destinations two others I will say Quebec City of course god it's beautiful I will do yeah soon to uh, an episode of Quebec City and last one that's a difficult one I, I mean Europe, Europe. <laughs> um, it's a gorgeous um continent. So, I say it's not a destination to be honest, <laughs> but um, I'll say Europe. You can do a road trip in Europe. I think there are gorgeous cities there, all different, but you need to see them. <laughs> all of them <laughs> if you were traveling around the world are there any places you will definitely wish to avoid and why oh god um to avoid no no i don't think there's any places that i will definitely wish to avoid um maybe the day will be there i'm thinking oh no i don't want to go there or I think there is something else to see that it's better or something like this but not to avoid to wish to avoid no 
I don't think that I have any places yet. But no. Do you usually try to bring back interesting souvenirs from your holidays? What sort of things have you bought back? A lot, a lot, a lot of magnets. Um, we have in our um, refrigerator, we have a lot of magnets from around the world. What I brought back um, most of the time are some patch. I think you called this patch or badge. I think they are patch, patch, yeah, patch. Um, so I uh, one day I will I will have a big big uh, bag with all my patch on it. Can be so pretty. When you are in another country, do you usually buy a phrase book to attempt to speak the local language? Why and why not? Most country I went to were uh, English. So no, I'll say no, but even if at Copenhagen or those cities in Europe, uh, even if the language or the official language is not uh, English, people speak English anyway. So I'll say no, we never bought a phrase book. Yeah, we never did this. What will be the advantages and disadvantages of living permanently in another country. I'm going to tell my story. <laughs> so yeah, if you don't know, I lived in Canada for five years. Uh, I was little, to be honest. I was be between seven and twelve. And there's a lot of advantages at my age. So, um, of course, you make new friends, you go to new school, new person, new people, blah, blah, blah. But it's a totally new way of living you eat new things you eat at another time be because the sun goes down at 4 p.m so at like five six seven seven is when you're really late but you you eat uh in france we Uh, eight at like uh, usually it's like seven eight nine uh so yeah totally uh, later than in canada but yeah you you take a new way of living new yeah new everything new new cars new roads <laughs> it's it's weird i know but new yeah a new way of living the disadvantages is that You miss your family that stay in France. You miss your friends too. Um, even if we went back for summer break, those are the disadvantages. But yeah, for me, I, I don't. I was like seven and twelve, so I don't really remember the big things. But now I know that everything around the money, the budget, everything is different um the taxes blah etc uh are different so i think those are the disadvantages that's the end for today's trip i hope you enjoyed it if you did don't forget to leave a lovely comment and a five star review and of course subscribe to the podcast see you next time bye travelers